Listening to I Love Old Time Radio with your host, Virtual Vinny. It's a new week here on I Love Old Time Radio. Welcome, Old Time Radio fans. I'm your host, Virtual Vinny. You can interact with us via social media on our Facebook page at I Love Old Time Radio or on Twitter at I Love OT Radio. You can send feedback via our contact form on our website at I Love Old Time Radio.com or you can leave a voice message using the Anchor.fm app. If you enjoyed this program, please take the time to rate and review us at review.iloveoldtimeradio.com. I Love Old Time Radio produces a new show every Monday through Friday each day with a different theme. Monday's Crime Does Not Pay on The Shadow. This episode originally aired on February 2nd, 1947, and here is The Scent of Death. <laughs> Once again, your neighborhood blue coal dealer brings you the thrilling adventures of the shadow, the hard and relentless fight of one man against the forces of evil. These dramatizations are designed to demonstrate forcefully to old and young alike that crime does not pay. The trademark on the things you buy is the manufacturer's way of saying, here's an article of quality. We stand back at this article by endorsing it with this distinctive symbol. Blue coal is the trademark hard coal, the coal that is unique among hard fuels because of its outstanding quality. Blue coal is colored blue to assure you that you're receiving America's finest anthracite. You know that you're getting the best there is, clean, deep mine, square fracture hard coal from northern Pennsylvania, the world's richest anthracite region. You know that it will burn slowly, evenly, steadily, bring you the best possible heat. You know that it is Blue Coal, America's finest home fuel. The Shadow, who aids the forces of law and order, is in reality Lamont Cranston, wealthy young man about town. Years ago in the Orient, Cranston learned a strange and mysterious secret. The hypnotic power to cloud men's minds so they cannot see him. Cranston's friend and companion, the lovely Margot Lane, is the only person who knows to whom the voice of the invisible shadow belongs. Today's drama, Scent of Death. A thin, hard-faced young man pushes his way through the row of desks in the front office of a large perfume distributor. He shoulders his way past the private secretary outside the head office, throws the door open, strides in. Yes, 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 what is it? Oh, Jackie. Yeah, Jackie. The guy you told your stooges to keep out. Uh, now, look, Jackie, there is nothing personal in it. You told me you would cook up a counterfeit perfume that would stand up. The stuff you sent me was so rank. Okay, okay, so the stuff wasn't good enough for you. 
But you cut yourself in for a deal and you're playing a full game. Nobody gets out until I tell them they're through. But if the stuff was any good... I got some here that's better. This is a very special brand. Go on, smell it. Man, I... Smell it! Certainly, Jackie. I... <coughs> like I said, that's a very special brand. Reserved for smart guys who think they can renege. We're old married people, remember? Uh-huh. And I also remember what day this is. Oh, darling, I thought you'd forgotten. Now, how could I forget my own fifth anniversary? See? A present? Mm-hmm. What is it? Open it and see. No, 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 let me guess. Uh, it looks like... Mm-hmm. It is. Perfume. Oh, de chanson. <laughs> oh, wonderful. I'm dying to try it. Certainly caught tight enough. Hey, you want some help? No, hey. no, no. It comes. Mary. Mary, what's wrong? Mary. For the love of heaven, Mary. Mary, speak to me. She's dead. Dead. Occupied tonight, Lamont. Something on your mind? Oh, I'm sorry, Margot. I'm thinking about a very interesting case I heard about today. Case? What kind of case? A murder, I'm afraid. At any rate, a woman is dead. No one seems to have any explanation of how she died or why. Are you going to investigate, darling? <laughs> As if I couldn't guess. <laughs> I don't know yet, Margot. Woman's husband is due here now. It's as interesting as it sounds. I probably will. That must be bottom up. Mm. Mr. Cranston? Yes. I'm Barton. I spoke to you on the phone today. Oh, yes, Mr. Barton. Won't you come in? Thank you. Uh, this is Miss Lane, Mr. Barton. How do you do, Miss Lane? Hello, Mr. Barton. Won't you sit down? Thank you. Miss Lane knows nothing of the case, Mr. Barton, so perhaps we'd better start at the beginning. Yes, sir. Well, it was our fifth wedding anniversary. We were going out, and well, I, I wanted to surprise Mary, so I bought her a bottle of an expensive perfume. She opened the bottle, took one smell, and and died. Then, as I recall, you picked up the bottle and it was empty. Absolutely empty. Y- yes. Does that mean anything to you? It might. Do you remember, Margot, I commented on the mysterious deaths of a number of well-known perfume distributors during the past few months. The dealers were reported to have died of heart attack. There was always a perfume bottle nearby. So what was in the bottles? Then? Nothing. Absolutely Nothing. Analysis showed no trace of any chemical whatsoever. The same thing in our case. There was no trace of anything in the bottle. This uh, perfume, what brand was it? Eau de Chanson. Mmm, I like that brand, too. But it's been so bad lately that any number of my friends have stopped using it. Hmm, might be counterfeit stuff. Why should even a counterfeit want to unload poison perfume? Uh, where did you buy this uh, Eau de Chanson, Mr. Barton? Well, I got it at Santine. Santine's, huh? It's an exclusive little place. Let's say we do a little shopping, Margot, at Santine's. Yes, 
But, Jackie, I'm worried about you and Diego coming down here to my shop. All right, so you're worried. I'm worried about you selling another bottle of gas to somebody. But that was very unfortunate. Unfortunate enough to get the cops on our trail, that's all. Another one of Diego's bonehead plays. He fills some extra bottles with the gas for me, leaves them around, and gets them mixed up with a phony perfume. What a dope. It's a good thing we did come down here, Jackie. Have a four more bottles of that gas in your stockroom, Mr. Santin. You've got to be more careful, Diego. Mistakes like that might start the copper smelling around. That'll be bad. Yeah, I, I know, Jackie, but like I said... Yeah, I... yeah, like you said, it was an accident. Well, just don't forget this, friend. The next time an accident happens, it'll probably be to you. Yeah, sure, I, I, I know what you mean. Oh, it won't happen, Jackie, I swear it. Well, I'll be getting back to the lab now. If you got a box or something, I can put these bottles in, Santin. You know, <laughs> I, I hate to drop them. Help yourself, Yegel. They're on the shelf in back of you. Okay. I... Go now, huh? That is, uh, if you don't want me for something, Jackie... Don't worry, Yegel. When I want you for something, I can find you. <laughs> you were pretty rough on the old boy, weren't you, Jackie? Not as rough as it may have to be. These pickings are too sweet to let some broken-down old druggist mess it up to me. Somebody just came into the store. I'll be right back, Jackie. How do you do? May I help you? My name is Lamont Cranston. I'm looking into the sudden and rather puzzling death of the wife of one of your customers. Mr. Barton? Oh, yes. I read about it in the paper. Sad. Very sad. According to Barton, his wife died right after opening a bottle of perfume he'd bought here. Surely you don't believe the perfume could have had anything to do with her death? Perhaps not. But what interested me, Santine, is that your bottle of perfume was empty when Barton picked it up. Possibly Mrs. Barton had some unsuspected heart ailment and uh, succumbed to it. As she fell, she dropped the bottle, it spilled, and evaporated. Evaporated? In a matter of minutes, Mr. Santine? At moments like that, who can judge time, Mr. Cranston? Just as we walked into your shop, an elderly, heavy-set man in a blue coat and gray hat came out of here. Do you know him, Mr. Santee? I'm afraid you're mistaken. No one walked out of here. Strange. But I recognize him as a friend of mine. I was sworn he came out of this shop. Well, thanks for your help, Mr. Santine. Come on, Margo. Not at all. Come in again, won't you? Well, darling, you didn't learn much there. On the contrary, Margot, I may have learned a lot. And Santini is on the count of the perfume racket? His customers are ex-bootleggers. He might very well be mixed up in the bootleg perfume racket. How do you know his customers are ex-bootleggers? And he's all coming out of Santini's shop as we came in. One Santine denied seeing? He's an ex-bootleg? Mm. Darling, what a memory. A veritable storehouse of vital statistics. Name was Harry Eagles, I remember. Sort of a chemist gone wrong. Headed up a phony liquor racket in the old days. You think he's behind this whole business? Phony liquor, phony perfumes, a pretty close tie-in. Might be interesting to reminisce about the old days with Mr. Yeagle. If you can find him. We're going to visit a little waterfront dive. We've got a contact down there that could find a drop in the ocean. You'll find out where Yeagle is hiding. Jackie, uh, you scared me. I, I didn't hear you come in. No? 
Well, don't let it worry you. You won't be hearing me go out either. Bye. Try to come, Jackie. I, I, I ain't done nothing. You've done plenty. First you sent out the wrong bottles and some dame gets a jolt. But you said you were going to give me another chance. I was going to overlook it, Yagel, until Santine formed. He told me a private eye major. What? A thick named Cranston spotted you coming out of the shop. He must have remembered way back to when he was bootlegging. Cooking out to the drink and cooking out to the smell. He, uh, may be able to have. Did uh, you give me a break? No, Yeager. Like I said, you're going out. No, Jackie. Way please. out. Say, wait one second, I Jackie. got your ticket right here. Oh, oh, oh. Mr. Poindexter can get me that information on Yeager. It'll be worth sitting here all day. Mr. Poindexter. <laughs> you certainly are annoyed, darling. As a matter of fact, his name is Adolphus Claremont Poindexter. <sighs> but don't let the name fool you. You do know the weirdest character. Well, this one happens to be invaluable. He's the best pipeline into the underworld I've ever had. A bit peculiar, but valuable. Here he comes now. Oh, how do you do, Mr. Cranston, Miss Lane? Hello. Sit down, Mr. Poindexter. <laughs> Don't mind if I do. Why, what? Chasing down this character, Yeagle. Yes, I imagine it would be. Here, help yourself. Delighted, delighted. Ah. Now, um, about Yeagle. Uh, he's, uh, he's out of the alky racket. He's in another deal. Large deal. Very classy. Wouldn't be perfume, would it? Could be, could be. All I know, it's something to do with chemicals. You know where I can find Diego? He's a place up near the Westchester line. Wooden house. Swell hideout. How do I get there? Ah, uh, 246 Weller Street. Front door's always locked. Side door, the only way in. Diego's there now. Thank you, Mr. Pondexton. Don't take any chances, Mr. Penston. It's a good hideout. The kind that's worth a few slugs to keep going. Diego was never a killer. Maybe not, maybe not. But he's tied to a gun-crazy kid who is a killer, Mr. Cranston. Thanks for the tip. Oh, here. Get a couple of refills. <laughs> delighted, delighted. It's dry work. Very dry work. <laughs> Good day, Miss Lane, Mr. Cranston. <laughs> <laughs> This must be the side door Jaeger uses, Margot. Uh, maybe you'd better stay here live a little while. Nothing doing. If you go in, I go in. Okay. Oh, let's go. Uh, door's locked. Yeah, I think this little gadget will take care of that. Dark in there, Inside, quick, for some receivers. Now what? Stay close to me. Chair. I bumped into a chair. Quiet, Margaret. Someone in here beside us. How do you know? I can see him outlined against the wall. Here he comes. Get behind me. I'm going to use my flash. Diego! He's been shot. There's a lamp on that table, Margot. Turn it on. Is he dead? Diego, do you hear me? Who did this to you? Who's the head of this racket? Tell me, what was in those bottles? Jackie, he's your man. 
Jackie. Mm-hmm. Jackie who? Mm-hmm. Where do I find him? Mm-hmm. He's trying to say something about me. He just Maybe there's something in here. Margaret, look out. You're knocking that package off the table. We'll return to the shadow in just a minute. Now you can modernize your furnace easily and inexpensively. A Tempmaster will mean wonderful new convenience for your whole family, less chance of winter colds, and a great saving in fuel. It's so easy to heat your home the Tempmaster way. Just set the, set the upstairs thermostat, and the Tempmaster will keep your home at the temperature you want. Steady, reliable, and helpful. As the furnace dampers are automatically open and closed, the electric eye thermostat, an amazing new blue coal invention, actually tells you the exact position of those dampers. The Tempmaster will bring your family carefree heating comfort for many winters. It is unconditionally guaranteed for five years. Only blue coal dealers have the new Tempmaster, so call the nearest blue coal dealer tomorrow and arrange for a demonstration. He's listed in the classified section of your phone directory under Blue Coal. And now... Back to the shadow. The Von Cranston, investigating a series of mysterious deaths, finds the body of Harry Yeagle, an underworld chemist. In Yeagle's hideout, Margot accidentally knocks over a package containing several bottles of the gas. The bottles of poison gas. Quickly, Margot, we've got to get out of. That's funny. Gas. Disappeared. The queer strangling odor when the bottles broke. Yes, I noticed that. But Lamont, why weren't we overcome? If this is the same poison gas that killed Mrs. Barton, why aren't we affected? Because if it's what I think it is, Margot, it must be breathed directly into the lungs in quantity. No wonder the police haven't been able to find any sign of it, the empty bottles. Margot, look here. This is the box the bottles were in. See the straw name on it? Santine. Santine was lying when he said Diego hadn't been in his store. No doubt about that now. What are you going to do, darling? Ask Santine a couple of questions. She's already talked to him, Lamont. Santine didn't tell much to Lamont Cranston, but I have an idea he'll be only too willing to talk to the shadow. (laughs) Liquor to soothe your nerves or quiet your conscience, Santine? Who said that? The shadow, Santine. Shadow? So I, I meet an invisible man face to face. We, we are face to face now. I assume. You're very calm, Santine. What did you expect me to do? Break down and bare my soul? Oh, I'm not being a very good host, am I? Will you join me in a drink? Yes, I think I will. Pour it for me, Santine. Of course. Put it on the tray. Hold it out. More theatrics, hey? All right. What's wrong, Sandine? Your hand is shaking. The liquor is spilling out of the glass. Take it. Where are you? What do you want? Thought I couldn't see through your show of bravado. Now answer me. Who in this phony perfume racket is responsible for the murder of Mrs. Barton? Diego. He's a chemist. He makes the counterfeit perfume. Diego is dead, Sandine. He's dead? Before he died, he said a man called Jackie headed up this racket. Who is Jackie? Where do I find him? He... He has a place on 61st Street off the drive. 
Lee. The Riverview. Apartment 16. Shadow will have a talk with him. And you, Santine, are going to tell the whole story of your part in this racket to the police. The police? And don't try to skip town, Santine. I'll pick you up on a vagrancy charge. <laughs> See what it says here about Diego Jackson? Yeah, sugar. Said it was an old gang job. Just like I wanted him, I think. Didn't he know you were going to put the chill on Diego? Out, sugar. Come in. Where do I meet you and when? You know where Diego's lab is, the old warehouse under the bridge. Meet me there in an hour. Why down there? Oh, beautiful, you are dumb, because that's where the money is. In an hour. Yeah, I'll be there. You'll be where, sugar? Santine's headed for the lab to grab the combine door. He wants me to go along with him. You ought to keep the home fires burning. No kidding. So he's got a date with you in an hour, huh? Yeah. He's got a date in an hour, all right. But it ain't gonna wear skirts. <laughs> The right of Papa's a Mark 16. Wait, I hear something coming. Yeah? What do you want? We're looking for Jackie. It's a problem. I intend to as soon as I'm inside. Well, that's better. Come in, Margot. Now you can close the door, miss. Look, I don't know what you're selling, but I'm not buying any. It's Santine, Santine. Santine? Who's he? Oh, mine. Get going or I'll call the police. Now, that's an idea. Why don't you do that? Oh, I got a better idea. Okay, now, do you go out like you came in, or do two guys in white coats come in and carry out? We don't need a gun, miss. We just want to talk. Well, start talking. We wanted to see Jackie because... My wrist. You hurt my wrist. I'm sorry. Drop that gun. You got it, Margo? I got it. Sorry if I hurt you. Just that looking at the wrong end of a gun makes me tongue-tied. When my man gets back looking at the wrong end of a gun's going to make you dead. You terrified me. Where is this man of yours? Visiting his poor sick grandma with a bag of cookies. It'll be difficult, I see. Maybe you better call the police, Margot. Tell them we've got Yagel's killer here for them. I didn't kill Yagel, and you know it. Maybe. But I'm pretty sure this gun did. Your fingerprints are all over it. It's in your possession. I think the police can take it up from there. You're trying to frame Where me. Where did you say Jackie was? I didn't. Okay, Margot. Right. Wait a minute. Okay, I'll talk. He's, uh, he's meeting Santine. Where? The old consolidated warehouse under the bridge. They've got a lab there. That's so. Maybe someone ought to pay Jackie and Mr. Santine a visit. Come on, Margaret, let's get out of here. But what about her? Find something to tie her with. I know, stockings. They must be in her drawer. Hey! Wait a second, they're the last pair of nylons I got! Don't worry, where you're going, they'll provide the stocking. <laughs> Coming. Hello, Santine. Jackie. What, uh, what's this? This? It's a gun, Santine. It's got two ends. This end spits lead, this end spits skulls. But you'll find out. Well, uh, won't you come in? That's what I was figuring on doing. Now, back into the lab with your hands up, and don't forget that she is nervous. 
He's liable to bite a chunk out of you if you make one phony move. I don't know which scares me more, Jackie. You or the gun. Figured you could cross me, did you? Why, you sucker. You think sugar turned me in for a creep like you? So she told you all about it, eh? Yeah. She told me you wanted to take a trip. I'm going to see that it's a nice long trip by water. With a cement block on your ankles. You know, Jackie, you've gotten so you really believe you're tough. You're just a little punk that I picked up the front for me. That's what you think. Maybe you used to be boss Santine, but I am now. I'm running the show from here in. Interesting, if true. You mind if I take my hands down now? I feel a little ridiculous. Okay, but don't try any... Now, I'm the man behind the gun. Okay. Okay, it's your part, Santina. I'm throwing in my cards. Take the dough. Take sugar, too. Now, that's very generous of you, but you don't really think I was going to shoot you. Oh, thanks, Santina. I always done like you said. Shooting you would rob me of a chance to see how this gas of Yeagles really works. No, you're not going to make me smell like stuff. Would you prefer the gun? Either way, you die. One is fast and clean, the other is slow and messy. Don't do it, Santina. The bottle, Jackie. Open it. Oh. oh, it'll kill me. If it doesn't, I will. Only I'll take longer, much longer. Give me a break, Santina. Take the bottle, Jackie. No. Make it. Okay. That's it. Now open the bottle. Okay. It, it's stuck. It will open. Put it up to your face, quick. Jackie. Who was that? This is the Shadow, Santine. So you did come back. Well, you're too late, Shadow. Too late to save Jackie for the electric chair, perhaps. But not too late to take vengeance for the innocent people who've died because of you, Santine. Jackie was the leader. He, he no, killed... No, Santine, it was you. Always you behind the scenes. You were the leader. Jackie just a paid gunman and killer. You think this is the payoff, don't you? You think I'm finished? You are finished, Santine. In a matter of minutes, the police will be here. Maybe I am finished. But so are you. Perhaps you'd like me to smell one of your test-filled bottles, Santine. Yes. <laughs> you know, don't you, Shadow? Well, maybe you know what would happen if I smashed this large jar filled with the gas in a small room like this. Yes, Santine, I know. This entire room would be demolished. Exactly. I'm leaving here, Shadow. Don't be a fool, Santine. I'm coming through. Any attempt to stop me... Stop! You asked for it... <laughs> Gas! Why didn't it explode? You don't know your chemistry very well, do you, Santine? In quantity, that gas of yours has a bluish color. That jar was colorless. Obviously, Yeagle drained the gas from it to fill Jackie's lethal bottles. What's that? That, Santine, is your escort. A car full of men in blue will chaperone you until the state seats you in the electric chair. This mysterious gas that the gang used was actually ozone, Lamont? That's right, Margot. I always thought ozone was fresh air. I never knew it was poisonous. In minute quantities, it isn't. But if only 1,000% of the air was ozone, all living matter would be destroyed. Mm. Of course, when ozone regains its missing atom, it becomes oxygen again. Is that why the gas left no trace? Exactly. What a terrible weapon to use against defenseless people. Santine will pay for his crimes, Margot. He'll pay the full penalty. <laughs> Now, let me present Blue Cole's distinguished heating authority, John Barclay. Thank you, Don Hancock, and good evening, friends. The mild weather which has prevailed in most parts of the country this winter 
has been a blessing to homeowners. But many people do not understand that a furnace should be fired differently in mild weather. To save fuel and money during the occasional warm spell, you must keep a deep fire with a layer of ashes underneath. Turn the check damper as nearly closed as you can and still keep your fire safely slumbering. Never overheat your home. That's a waste of fuel. Of course, in mild weather, a blue coal automatic heat regulator is a tremendous help because your home can't be overheated with automatic temperature control. Yes, for carefree comfort and real efficiency all winter long, get a blue coal automatic heat regulator. I thank you. This story is copyrighted by Street and Smith Publications, Incorporated. The characters, names, places, and plot are fictitious. Any similarity to persons living or dead is purely coincidental. Again next week, the shadow will demonstrate that... The weed of crime bears to the fruit. Crime does not pay. The shadow does. <laughs> Next week, same time, same station, your friendly blue coal dealer brings you another strange and thrilling adventure in the shadows daring battle against the forces of evil. This is Don Hancock saying keep the home fires burning with blue coal. The shadow is presented by the DL&W Coal Company, distributors of blue coal. You're listening to I Love Old Time Radio with your host, Virtual Vinny. Welcome back. We put so much trust that what we get from other places like stores or restaurants, like our food and other products, won't kill us. It really is a good thing that this stuff doesn't happen as often as they seem to on these radio dramas. And that's going to conclude our show here on I Love Old Time Radio. This program can be heard on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Amazon Music, and our host, Anchor.fm. For a full list, visit our website at iloveoldtimeradio.com and find the best location that suits you. You can also listen to us on your Alexa device through TuneIn or iHeartRadio. Like us on Facebook at I Love Old Time Radio. Follow us on Twitter at I Love OT Radio. Comments and questions can be directed to our website at iloveoldtimeradio.com or leave a voice message using the Anchor.fm app. If you'd like to help support this show, you can do so with a one-time donation or join our Patreon page at support.iloveoldtimeradio.com. Tomorrow we'll be playing a new episode of Our Miss Brooks and join us back next Monday for some more with The Shadow. For iloveoldtimeradio.com, this is Virtual Vinny, signing off. <laughs>